0: Welcome to the In Your Twenties podcast where we figure out what the f- we're doing in our twenties. What's up, guys? I'm Tina with an H, and welcome back to another episode of In Your Twenties. And this week is a solo episode because I feel like I haven't gotten to talk to you guys one-on-one in a little bit. We're on episode 12, and some of you, actually probably most of you, don't know that much about me. So I thought we could Backtrack a little have some intimate alone time and i'll tell you guys what's going on in my life hopefully you can learn some things because Even though i'm still bored in the house and i'm in the house bored a lot has happened Before we get into what's going on personally with me. I think I should take some time to talk about how we are not only in a global pandemic still but also there are protests happening all across the country and also all across the world in terms of Black Lives Matter and the fact that Breonna Taylor's killers are still free at the time that I'm recording this. It's been a lot to take in. I kind of went through my emotions in uh, episode eight, I think, of I'm tired of being Black in America, so I don't want to spend too much time, you know, dissecting my emotions again. But basically, basically right now, I feel as if change is going to come because everyone's really sick and tired of this shit. I can go on and on and tell you guys about just the insecurities that I have within myself and how black people are treated unfairly. But as a black person, it is not my duty to educate you. I think it's you should be able to educate yourself. We're all grown for the most part. And I do want to say that if you want to have these conversations with your Black friends, you know, ask them. Ask them if they feel comfortable with having these conversations because for someone like me, I'm tired. I don't want to have to be the one that people go to. I'm, I've am i been the token Black girl my entire life, so I'm really not <laughs> interested in helping um, educate others when Google is around, at least for people who have access to Google but I'm just one person. And there are so many other people who are willing and out there and to educate you. And it's also cool the fact that there's so many different ways that you can learn things. Now, I'm not saying to go onto Netflix and watch The Help. Did you you guys see that The Help was number one on Netflix? I haven't even watched that movie. But Viola Davis, who's an actress in the film, she goes, this is just another movie of a white person being the savior like the white savior stereotype is still in this film like it's not an accurate depiction of the hardships and what it was like to be black during that time period all this kind of stuff so if you're going to watch a documentary or a movie about blacks in america please make sure that it's the right one because guys movie a lot of movies are meant for entertainment and they swing things certain ways to make the film more entertaining so please, just just take some time before you go ahead and do that. I also want to hit on the fact that coronavirus, coronavirus is still around. And okay, I agree with all of you. I am tired. I'm bored of staying home. I get that. But can we please like continue to wash our hands, continue to have social distancing? I go on Snapchat and I kid you not, Every weekend, I feel like there's another holiday going on because there should not be like a hundred people in someone's frat backyard. What that is not no masks, no gloves. I mean, granted, I don't even wear gloves, so I mean, just do what you gotta do, but at least do some sort of distancing. Like, and this goes back to the protests where if you want to go and protest, go out and protest, make sure that you protect yourself because I think it's amazing. I live with someone who is autoimmune. I always, I never know what the phrase is. So my apologies, but, um, I live with someone who is at higher risk of getting Corona. So I have not gone to the protests. I honestly, I really wish I could and that I had the opportunity to, but with my living situation, it just, it would be unfair to the person that I'm living with. But that's fine. I mean, I don't want to say it's okay to go and protest. Like it is 1000%. Good. Like, we need these protests. Obviously, we're already seeing a lot of change happening. So go ahead and wear your mask. But if you're just hanging out to hang out, and you're getting drunk with your friends, and you, by friends, I mean your 100 closest friends, mm, you cannot have 100 closest friends. Like, I'm sorry, it's not feasible. Like, they could just be your friends, but they're not your closest I am a social butterfly. I love to go out and have fun. I love being able to talk to as many people as possible. Guys, the fact that I have not been to a bar in 3 months is literally detrimental to my health because I actually I don't know how to flirt anymore. So, I've given dating apps a try again. I mean, I I always say that I'm off of them, but they're still on my phone. I just don't go on the actual app, but I went on to Hinge, and I was just, this guy liked me, and I liked him back, y'all. When I say he was so fine, I literally thought he was the love of my life. I told myself, Tina, you cannot mess this up. This guy could be your future husband. So we're having a small talk conversation, like, how's your day? How are you holding up in quarantine and all this stuff? I tell him, I answer, you know, it's just very casual. Then he goes ahead and asks me, so if someone were to ask you what your best feature is, what would you say? I could have said so many different things. I could have talked about my eyes and my eyelashes. I could have talked about my lopsided eyebrows to make a joke out of them because, yeah, my eyebrows are fucking lopsided and I still have no idea what to do with them. So someone help me out with that. But instead of saying any of those, I could have even said my tits. I could have said anything. But you know what I said? I said my ears. I said that my best feature was my ears. Not even my nose. My nose is as cute as a button. But I said my ears. And you want to know what he said back to that? Nothing. He unmatched me. When I tell you I almost shed a tear, this is me being dramatic, but it's true. I literally almost shed a tear because what the fuck was I thinking saying my ears? that's how you know that I've been out of the game for a little too long. I need some in-person interactions. Like, if that means that I need to host my own virtual The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, whatever, I might just have to do that. And I don't even like The Bachelor because that show makes me so uncomfortable, which is another thing we can talk about at a different time because y'all know I love my reality TV, but I cannot stand The Bachelor, honestly. What's, I, Boycott The Bachelor? I might have to. But also, I'm just going to say this one last thing about The Bachelor. Me. I hate The Bachelor. Also me. But did you hear this tea? Kind of to tie in to the whole Black Lives Matter movement. And a lot of people are telling companies to pull up or shut up, as in they are try- people are calling out companies to say what percentage of their workers and employees are black or a person of color, as well as their senior levels, like Apple. Literally, I think there's one person of color, and it's an Asian woman. And I think that's it. Maybe there's also three females on the exec level. That's it. It's just very white. But The Bachelor is known for having the hottest bachelors, bachelorettes, and for the most part, they've all been white. A few years ago for The Bachelorette, they had this Black female named Rachel. And everyone was like, yes, it's about time, blah, blah, blah. But they also called out The Bachelor for not having a black guy be The Bachelor. So here's where things get a little, you know, a little sticky because I think the lawsuit was back in 2008 where I don't know who sued them, but someone sued ABC and like The Bachelor team for not, what's the word I'm looking for? They sued them for being discriminatory of who they were casting and all that kind of stuff. And the judge ruled in ABC's favor by saying, hey, we are allowed to choose who we want based on creative needs for the show. I thought that was bullshit, but hey, apparently if it's creative, it's fine. So now this past week, ABC announced that their newest bachelor is some black guy. I don't even know his name. All I know is that he's BFFs. BFFs with Tyler Cameron. Everyone's just like, oh my gosh, this is great. But also this is a little too late. The Bachelor has been on for how many years? I feel like it's been on since I was alive. That's also me being dramatic. I'm pretty sure it's been on for at least 10 years though. So ABC, proud of you for doing it. But it's so insincere that all these companies are now being like, oh no, we we support all people. But at the same time, we haven't been showing that at all until this year with the murder of George Floyd and now everyone's getting a lot of negative tension so we better be put like our foot up and stand up. Bish, please. I cannot. All right. So, I'm just going to stop talking about that. Talked about corona, talked about Black Lives Matter. Uh I'll tell you guys what I'm into right now before before we get into the nitty-gritty of my life, which I think is the uh coolest part of this episode well i am currently watching the hundred so for those of you who don't know it's a show on the cw it is it's on season seven it's basically about these people who have been living in space for the last century because there was a big i guess bomb or asteroid that blew up the earth just think of You know that conspiracy theory when everyone was like, oh my gosh, we're all going to die in 2012, blah, blah, blah. Imagine that that happened, and that's the plot line for The 100. So after a century, the people who are living in space send 100 kids down to see if the Earth is inhabitable, and it's lasted seven seasons. I don't want to say too much because I'm known for giving spoilers without even realizing it, but I love that show. It is on its, its last season. Truly, it's my favorite show. Like there are two shows I love, The 100 and How to Get Away with Murder. So 2020 is a very difficult year for me on top of everything that's happening because How to Get Away with Murder just ended. It has Viola Davis in it. So if you guys have not watched that, definitely do, especially if you're into Scandal. And yeah, The 100. I'm also watching One Tree Hill, which is such a TVT. I know a lot of people – are interested or a lot of people have already watched it because it's such an old show. I'm just getting into it because I've been seeing way too many tweets about it and memes recently, so I thought why not give it a shot. I'm still on season one. I think I'm about five or six episodes in. My first thoughts are the fact that every single person in this cast does not look like they are in high school. They literally look like they're in college or probably outside of college. Um, Chad Michael Murray, handsome. Love that man. Amazing. 10 out of 10 would recommend. He literally has a five o'clock shadow. Like, I know people go through puberty at different times, but Chad Michael Murray looks like he could be a Chad. Like, straight up social chair of a fraternity Chad. That is who he is meant to play that is his role that should be the show but it's based in high school so i guess we'll just deal with the casting directors and their ideas of casting people way older than what should be aka outer banks because you guys know john b aka chase i don't know his last name is 27 playing a 16 year old boy that's that nothing has changed But One Tree Hill is really good, so I'm definitely going to be keeping up with that. And my last thing that I'm really into right now is the show Insecure. Now, I'm saying I'm really into it, but I haven't actually watched it yet. (laughs) So I guess you could call me a little fake. But I am so excited to watch the show because I just – everyone has been saying so many good things about it. I think another season just ended, and I've realized that I don't watch a lot of shows that involve – Black people. Isn't that so weird to say? Some of my favorite shows, I mean granted how to get a- get Away with Murder has a very diverse cast, but I think I struggle with my identity sometimes because of the fact that all of the shows that I'm watching have predominantly white casts. They're talking about white issues. I don't even know some of the issues my own community faces because of not watching or learning from what's on TV. And I know TV is fake to some degree, but I don't like I don't know how to talk to a guy about my hair. I have no freaking idea. I get so uncomfortable even when someone touches my head because they're feeling the tracks of my weave. And I know that shows such as Insecure are talking about that and showing different scenarios in which that can happen. So that's gonna be one show that I'm definitely going to be watching this summer. Let me know if there's anything else that I should watch, guys, because I definitely need some help. Um, I also recently picked back up the guitar, so I'm going to be learning some new songs. If you have any recommendations, let me know. I love Halsey, so I'm definitely going to be learning one of her songs. Maybe a Black Bear song, but hey, I need to get these. I want to, by the end of the summer, have my calluses back from playing the guitar so much, so fingers crossed I can make that happen. And now for the best part of this episode, or at least I think the best part of this episode, we are giving you guys, and by we I mean myself, I'm giving you guys an update on my life. The last time I really talked to you guys about an update, I was jobless, just moved back in with my parents, had no idea what I was doing with my life. I'm happy to announce that I am now fully employed. I am a working bitch. Thank you very much. I'm doing social media for a startup and I'm very excited for it. It's kind of crazy to think that throughout my college years, I never had an internship directly dealing with social media, but I was always involved in social media based on all the brand ambassador programs I did and having to engage with people virtually, but also IRL. So it was it's kind of cool to see that all happen. So I thought I'd you know, sit down and talk to you guys about what it's like to start a full time during a pandemic and being stuck in quarantine. To start things off, I all of my training has been virtual. Our office is based in New York. So yes, I am officially going to be working in New York, but right now everyone is at home. My team is literally all across the United States. A good majority is within the tri-state area, but others are as far as the West Coast. During this whole onboarding, when I tell you guys I was having seven to eight Zoom calls a day, I kept saying to myself, oh my gosh, I cannot wait to be able to work, do all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. After my first week, let me tell you guys, I was tired. I literally said to myself, hmm, maybe quarantine isn't so bad after all. I kind of like not having to talk to this many people within a given day. How did I ever survive for the past 22 years? That was my first thoughts. Now, as I'm starting to embed myself into the work culture and I'm starting to get a feel for everything, it's getting easier. The meetings aren't taking that much out of me, which is very good. It shows that I am growing, I guess you could say. I am being able to talk to people again awesome. Love that for me. Um, It's also really important, I've realized, to be offline because when you are working at home, you are just constantly looking at your laptop. So my job was kind enough to send me a laptop so I can just keep all my work things there. And when I tell you that my work laptop is open from like 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. at night. I'm not even exaggerating because I always feel like there's something else to do because social media is 24/7. So, it's about making sure that I'm engaging with people on the comments and all that kind of stuff. It's also important to fix things if there's a slight discrepancy whenever like I always have to be on because we're posting on TikTok and Instagram and all that kind of stuff and there's a lot of people involved. There's a lot of cooks in the kitchen cuz that's how it is with any startup, which if you guys want a full episode about what it's like working in a startup, let me know. But yeah, it's it's hard to balance right now. I think after a month or so, I'll be able to really get into it. Um, it's also really important to take breaks throughout the day when you're working on from home because my laptop, my work laptop, like I said, it's with me all the time. Sometimes I forget to eat breakfast or lunch or even dinner because I'm just on my laptop. like. My boss always tells me, make sure you take walks and do all that kind of stuff, do some activity because when you're in an office, you're not at your computer screen for eight hours solely. Like you get up to go get a snack, you go out for lunch, you use the bathroom, (laughs) like simple things like that that we kind of forget because when we're home, we're like, all right, we can just do this, this, this. And then next thing you know, it's 10 p.m. and I've missed an episode of The 100. (laughs) Another thing about working full-time, which I've realized is that I am so not confident. Like at all. When I'm doing this podcast, I could, I'd say I'm confident. I think I can talk to people to a certain extent, but as soon as it comes to work, I am the least confident person. I'm so insecure about all of my abilities, which is sad because if you look at my resume, I've done a lot. Like I'm not trying to sugarcoat it. I'm not trying to gas myself. I've truly done a lot of different things in a lot of different sectors of media. But then all of a sudden, I think to myself, when I like have a project that I'm supposed to do, I think to myself, oh, wait, but they told me to do do this. So I'm not going to also include this. And then let's say my boss will be like, oh, wait, why don't you also include this into the project? And then my in my head, I go, oh my gosh, I already thought of that, but I didn't do it because I wasn't sure if I should have not, should have or shouldn't have done it. It's that weird mind game in my head that I know what to do, but I'm also very scared that I'm going to fuck up. That's the biggest thing. Like I am so scared that I'm going to fuck up that instead of taking leaps of chances, is that the phrase? I don't even know. Instead of just going out there and doing what I know how to do and hoping for the best, I'm... I feel like I'm a student who doesn't want to be berated by the teacher. That's, I think, the most difficult part of being in this mindset or of transitioning from being in college to actually working. For the past, what, you start school, pre-K, maybe, so you're four. And then by the time that you graduate, let's say if there's no bumps in the road or anything of your life, you've spent 16 years, just about roughly, of your life in school. While you're in school, you're listening to someone tell you, you should do this. Make sure you don't do that. Think of it as a math equation. If you mess up one little part of the math equation, the entire thing is wrong. And that's what I think when I'm working. It's like, okay, if I just do this, I just have to listen to every single instruction and not change anything. And then I'm going to get the right answer but sometimes you still won't get the right answer. And I know I'm being super vague and I'm not really giving you guys, I'm giving a bunch of different analogies instead of just explicitly saying a certain situation. But I'm hoping that you're able to pick up what I'm putting down because it's really difficult for me to one, explain these things because not everyone's gonna understand the social media terms that I'm using or, but yeah, I just am so big on second guessing myself. I think we all are because it's that, weird in between of having the confidence in yourself. And my manager even said the reason I was hired, because they were looking for someone with a lot more experience. They were looking for someone with, I think, five years of experience. And she said to me, you literally blew everyone else out of the water. You've got this. Like We know that you're going to do great. So they have the confidence in me. It's just about now figuring out the confidence within myself. So- Fingers crossed <laughs> that I gained that confidence quicker because my biggest thing is I'm so fearful of messing up. And what my friend, who's been so kind, as I vent to him a lot, he just said to me, you know, Tina, everyone fucks up once in a while. Like that's how people grow, that's how you learn. So try to not be fearful of the fuck ups and be excited for when you're going to be doing these really cool projects and posts and all that kind of stuff. So I'm going to be hopefully taking that advice to the heart, and I hope you guys do as well. Done talking about work. I guess the last thing we can talk about is I'm officially have been living with my parents for a month now. Still really weird. I am not by any means done unpacking. I have a lot of stuff In the basement of my place right now, of my parents' house right now, because I cannot fit everything into my room because I did not realize how much stuff I actually have. It's weird being back at home because my mom is so like anti alcohol. She said you could have alcohol occasionally, but you know, can't be drinking every night. Granted, I don't drink every night. I'm not saying that I do that. But hey, if I want to crack open a cold one by myself, I think I should be allowed to do so. So much to the point that last week, I bought a case of seltzers, and I left them in my car. I knew that if I was going to bring it into the house, my mom was going to freak out, being like, you can't be spending this much money on alcohol all the time, all this stuff. So I left it in my trunk. One night, my brother was leaving to go, I don't even know where, and I texted him saying, hey, can you please, please, please put two or three Bud Light seltzers in the bush? Yes, you heard that right. I said in the bush. My brother responds saying what? You are a grown ass woman. What do you mean put seltzers in a bush? I'm literally feel- <laughs> I feel like I'm back in high school because of the fact that I just don't want to. I'm so scared to like for my parents to see me drink that I'm sneaking it into the house. I I don't I don't even know how to explain it. It's just So weird. My dad doesn't really care that much. He knows like as long as I'm responsible with it. I'm not saying I'm getting wasted every day. I don't even think I've gotten drunk drunk in a really long time. But yeah, I'm just so nervous. I need to get out of here so I can just have my glass of wine every night and call it a day. But I can't because our liquor cabinet is right in our living room and my mom is always in the living room. Like that's her space when she wants to watch tv and all this stuff so i'm i'm (laughs) anyone has any tips on how to talk to my mom please let me know i would love to hear your thoughts because she really thinks that i'm going to turn into an alcoholic with the way i'm going now if only she saw how i was drinking at school that would be another story within itself but hey you win some you lose most that's my mantra i can go into another episode all about all the times that I've won some and lost most of them it's funny you know every single time that something great happens something else is bad is gonna happen too that might be a really shitty way to look at life but when some lose most literally like there is never a conversation where I cannot implement when some lose most because like it goes back to me flirting with that guy about my ears I won some by matching with them and I lost it because I'm an idiot and I told him about my ears being my cutest feature. Like, not to be vulgar here, but like, I've got really nice tits. So the fact that I didn't say them, I'm kind of upset with myself. It's fine. We will let it be. And yeah, I'm gonna stop ranting now because that's kind of my life update. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you did, feel free to Great review, like, follow wherever you listen to podcasts. It helps me out so that way I know what you guys are into and what you like, what you don't like. Also, we've got a lot of things, a lot of ways for us to connect. If you guys are on Instagram, feel free to follow us on at In Your 20s. That's 20s with a Y-S. You can also send an email to the show at inyour20s at gmail.com. Send an email if you want to chat, be on the podcast. If you want advice on something, I can hopefully give you some to the best of my abilities. Or hey, maybe I'll have a friend on and they can give you guys some advice. Thank you guys so much for listening. I cannot wait to talk to you next week. My name is Tina with an H and I'll talk to you next time.